This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's continue to hear a little bit more about uh, what Draymond had to say. First and foremost, and I wonder how this kind of resonated with everybody, uh, because at a, a certain point, he talked about needing a break from everything. Well, I took some time away from everything. Like, I don't think I touched the ball for the first 10 days because it was the least important thing to me. I needed a break just from everything. And one of the best things in the world for me was not waking up the next day like, all right, I got to go get this workout in. I got to go get a lift in. I got to go do this. It was wonderful waking up. Like, nope, I have an eight-month-old. Um, I have a three-year-old, seven-year-old, a nine-year-old. It was wonderful waking up to them and being home when they wake up and indulging in that process. Uh, you know, then it felt good to get back in the gym after I've sat with some of my thoughts, you know, after – and I think in, in, in going back after 10 days, it was refreshing to go get a workout in. You know, it wasn't, but it didn't feel like a routine. You know, it didn't feel like I was jumping right back into the, the revolving door, if you will, and, and, and just start back spinning. It was like, nope, I'm going to go here today and I'm going to get some shots up. I'm going to go here and I just really want to get my body moving and get a sweat. It wasn't some routine or with some goal of getting back to the court. It was simply just... Nope, this is what I feel like I should go do today. Or this is what I want to go do today. That was therapeutic in itself. You know, you never realize how stressful this job is until you no longer have that stress. And then it's like, whoa. So uh, like, whoa, I, I, you know, that was the sound clip for me where I could just feel, <laughs> I can feel the triggers. I can feel the triggers from the fan base. Oh, Draymond, you needed a break. Did you? You needed to break from your stressful job and you worked out when you felt like it and then went to LeBron's party when you felt like it, huh? Is that what you did for the last four weeks? I I can feel that stuff. But I wonder, I wonder, some of this boils down to whether or not you buy that Draymond was doing self-work right now or not. And I'll admit, on the way in, I, I kind of had my doubts I was a little skeptical on this whole, like, Draymond needs to go away and uh, go on a retreat, and this is now a mental health issue. I'm like, we've never looked at it that way before. Why are we suddenly looking at it now that way? But in listening to the podcast and listening to him talk today, I do believe that that's how he handled it. Will it work? Only time will tell. But I'm going to take him at his word that – that's what this was because therapy and meditation and peace and calm and quiet 
can come in many different forms. I used to try to meditate. I hated it. I'm not good at it. My mind just started going through my to-do list. But if I go play nine holes by myself, that's meditation. That's meditation for me. There's movement. It's calm. It's clearing. I can get away and just have quiet. That can look like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah, for me, it was always running. Long okay. distance running. That's, that's a great four answer. Four miles, six miles, 10 miles, 15 miles. I did a 50-mile race, which is one of the better days I've ever had in my life. And so for me, that was always the uh, the therapy, was being able to put the put the earbuds in and just go. And, you know, I used to enjoy cycling, but the, the threat of a flat tire or of an accident took away some of that meditative relaxation for me. So I found running to be just great. Yeah, you can pull a muscle or whatever. Or you can have foot issues, but you're probably not going to have a mechanical failure. And so... You just go, and it's you, and it's the road, and the trail, or whatever you prefer, and that was meditative. So I wonder about Draymond Green and his return, because I take him at his word in terms of you know, how he felt being at home with the kids. Four mm-hmm. kids. he got four kids and a wife, four kids under seven, and when you're home, like he is now, you get back in that rhythm, and you get at that full appreciation for being a dad, and you know, being home... Every day, and I'm lucky that I get to be with my daughter every morning from 7 to 11, and I rush home. You and I both, we rush out of here. At the end of the show, you get home to your three so you can do everything, and I get home to my baby so I can spend an hour with her when you know I can pick up the pieces for supper, and I can you know clean up after dinner, and I can get her in her bath, and we have our routine, and it, it matters. It's important to me, and it's important to Draymond, but now you're going back into the cauldron of the stress well, and the pressure but, and the media and opponents and the travel and the the road and all the rest of it. So I hope that he's able to carry with him the work that he's done because I know he's done a lot of work and he's had meetings and I think he had he now has techniques to help him through it. But you go from the calm of being at home with your four and your wife you're now back in the mixer again. Totally. I mean, um, that's going to be a challenge. Well, I don't disagree, but then again, that can be therapeutic too. Um, in many ways, I'm sure yeah, it will we've be. Heard, we've heard many. Trust me, I love this show, yeah, 2 to 6. Well, I mean, boy. Couldn't get out of the house early enough today. Oh. <laughs> read, 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 read. I just read, read that book for oh, the 19th gosh. time. <laughs> Coach, she's in uh, She's in book mode. Yeah. So book, we, book, book, book. Dude, we read... This book seven has she, times. Has she talked to Lucas anytime recently? I mean, <laughs> she could if probably we get help him, him in the book mode. Book, book, book. Anyway, that was Sorry, that was Lucas. a four. That's too easy. The cheap shot, and you know I like cheap shots. <laughs> no, but look, work when you've had time away from it, if you love your job, becomes therapeutic as well. We've heard a lot of athletes say that their sanctuary is the court or the field or whatever. And you're absolutely right. I think you and I can both speak to the fact that sometimes. Uh, this show or shows we've done are our therapy. I can certainly think of times in my life, uh, COVID slash divorce happening. Sure. I couldn't wait for the four hours of the show every day. Put a headset on and my God, I'm going to talk to some Bay Area sports fans as opposed to this person sure. over here, right? So um, I, I hope that for Draymond. I, I hope am, that's I what this therapy is. therapy is what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> I am. I therapy. am. Yeah. I like when people go, hey, what's Dibs like? I'm like, oh, 
Therapeutic. Therapy? That I is, mean. Uh, he's therapeutic. It's, what, that's the first word I've used all the time when I describe you. But by, by the way, speaking of that, though, like getting back to action for Draymond, I like this part, too. Urgency. It's urgent from a professional standpoint because I wasn't hurt. At least my body wasn't hurt. My mind was hurt. My feelings was hurt. Uh, but it wasn't like some injury caused me off the floor. So it's very urgent because I've cost my team enough. I've cost this organization enough. You know, and so it's not a time for me to just come back and be like, all right, I'm going to take my time and get back when I can. No, like you caused this yourself. And so you don't get the grace. And although I'm very appreciative of our organization, number one, for the support, but number two, they're putting the plan together to ramp up. If it was up to me, I would love to come back and play right now. Reality is it's probably not the best thing for me or the best thing from an organizational standpoint and what that looks like moving forward and, and the risk of injury and all those things. But, you know, there's a human component of this as well. And you sit home and you watch these games and as a competitor, you want to help. Yeah, I, I tell you what. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Listening to this and go ahead and get all mad at me for this one. I I, I got a little bit fired up. I got a little inspired about the Warrior season because it's not over yet. And I'm not talking about championship contention. They're they're not even in the play-in tournament right now. So why would we talk about that? But they're also not that far out. Um and, and I still believe there are scenarios that could unfold over the next four or five weeks that put this team on a little run. And they're one little winning streak away from being at least back into some sort of a mix. And uh, and I don't think that it's completely far-fetched that Draymond Green's return is a piece of that puzzle. I don't know about the piece, but a piece of that puzzle. It's a big piece of that puzzle because it puts everybody else in a position where maybe they can play a role that is more befitting of where they are in their career. And TJD's been great, but right now he's probably a 12 to 16 minute guy. And Kaminga's been outstanding, but he's probably a 20 to 24 minute guy, even though fans want him to, to play 36 minutes. You pointed it out before that when he played 36 minutes on Friday, he was largely effective. He was not highly effective. He was not majorly impactful. He was good, but he was not a huge impact on the game. So, with CP out and GP out, and you're leaning on other people to step up and fill those minutes, you need Draymond Green, especially on defense, where their defense has been porous of late, and they've really struggled to stop anybody in many mm-hmm. ways. So can Draymond come and help to calm things down and maybe right the ship? <laughs> sure. Does that mean that you go from an 11 seed to a 4 seed in the no. next two months? I doubt it. Probably not. But just stem the tide get into the play-in, maybe you make it into the play-off, and then you go from there with all your veterans. You know what's interesting? I think that a similar emotion overcomes everyone when they're talking and thinking about Draymond Green in recent months. And it's the word exhaustion. Bob Myers used it. Steve Kerr used it. 
and tons of our listeners have used it. They're worn out. They're tired. They're sick of the story. They're sick of the person. They're sick of the antics, which he talked a lot about. They're sick of the whole thing. And what I've wondered all along is, does he wear his teammates out in that same way? Um, Festus Azili was on with us yesterday. We asked him, what's it like being a teammate with Draymond Green? He immediately responded with, that's one of my favorite people on the whole planet. Um, we asked Pods when he came on about being a teammate with Draymond Green. He said, it's exactly the guy that you want on your side. Now, they're saying it on the radio, so maybe that's for real, and, uh, and maybe it's not. I, I don't know. But that's where my curiosity lies, because the whole idea of Draymond improving this team, there's the obvious, as you just pointed out, the defense, like the basketball, the right, stats, right. the metrics that tell you they're a better team when they have one of their better players. But I wonder about the emotional welfare, the morale of the guys. And this was kind of under the radar, but he mentioned in this presser today, this is a group that genuinely enjoys being around one another. Right. And then he said, and it's not always been that way. Yeah. And and and, and we know exactly what he's talking about. Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan but, Poole is but, what but, he's talking right? about. Yeah. Like, like this idea that Oh, the locker room is fractured. and I mean, sure, there's tension. There's tension because they're losing. There's tension because there's trade talk. Those things are stressful. But I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if these guys, they say that they like being a teammate with Draymond. They say they want him back. Right. And if they do, uh, then, then this is a great thing, that, uh, that Draymond is not only back, but that he says that, that he's ready to be a, a, a different presence with the team. Well, that's the Draymond they want back. They don't want the Draymond back who gets texts or two texts or chokes an opponent or flail punches and gets suspended and all the rest of it. They don't want that Draymond back. They want the intense, demonic Draymond who focuses on winning and nothing else. And if it means you get a tech here and there because you argue with officials, fine. That's different than Draymond having a singular focus on yelling at refs and yelling at teammates and punching teammates and all the rest of it. They want the Draymond back that has been the winning Draymond. And hearing what Draymond had to say today and in his podcast yesterday, if that's the Draymond they get back, then of course they want him back. Steve Kerr in exactly two hours. We continue with your calls next. 888-957-9570 is the number. Are you buying or selling what you heard from Draymond Green today? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.